Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big show live from the warehouse in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. Prices so low to blow your mind. Come on by and see us and take advantage, certainly, of these great deals. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, big thanks to the title sponsor of the big show. That's Big O. Save up to $190 off Michelin tires with financing options available only at your locally owned and operated Big O tires, the team you trust. Let's get out to the zone phone. Of course, you see him. Uh, every jazz game on AT&T Sportsnet, sometimes alongside Bowler, sometimes alongside Alema, but he's our good friend Thurl Bailey. What's going on, Big T? Jay, Gordon, how you guys doing, man? <laughs> we are terrific. Thurl, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, and then how winning makes you feel? Makes you feel really good, doesn't it? <laughs> Thurl, uh, did, you have, I, did you have any idea that this team would be as good as it is? I mean, we all thought it was going to be good, but uh, this is this is getting to a, a point that I don't think very many people could have guessed. No, I don't think so. I, I don't even know if, if you know, and, and Quinn's a, just an amazing coach and what he's done with this team, but I think what they're doing now, I don't think anyone could have predicted um, especially how they started, right, this season. But um, it's just it's, – it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch them win in different ways. It's fun to watch different guys step up and, and succeed in that whole philosophy. But, yeah, it's been amazing for the state for, that, for this to be going on. So, Thurl, the other night, uh, Jordan Clarkson comes off the bench and he scores 40, pl- uh, 40 points. What do you have? Uh, do you have 40? No, he had 40 even. He was the fourth Jazz man to ever do it. And the last player in a Jazz uniform to come off the bench and have 40 points was Big T, Thurl Bailey, who had 41 <laughs> on March 14th of 1988 in a game against Denver, and we talked to Locke a little bit about it. He remembers that game, Big T, that uh, Carl uh, was ejected or something in the first couple yep. of minutes of the game, and you came in and feasted. What do you, what do you remember about that night? Um, I remember that Carl and Frank Layden were kicked out early in the game, <laughs> and Jerry Sloan took over as head coach for that game. And... Um, you know, and it, nothing really had to be said. I knew I had to take up a little more responsibility on the offensive end, and a lot of the plays would be run to me. Um, and it, it really wasn't any different than actually what I was used to coming off the bench, except it would be kind of accentuated um, because of the need to score, right? And so I was the option until they took it away. And, uh, of course, I wasn't shooting threes. They were all twos and free throws. And so uh, it was just a night I had a role, and then John was finding me in the right places, and so were other guys. Uh, and I, I think there's a lot of you know a lot of athletes find those moments where you know it's just that night, and whatever they try to do, it ain't going to work because you're just in the zone. Thurl, if you'd had the opportunity to shoot threes, do you think that's a skill you could have honed? Oh yeah, yeah. If if the importance of threes were were a part of the the philosophy of the, no, there's no question. I mean, it's just, 
distance, right? Uh, distance and accuracy and, and training for it and, and knowing that it's important. I was just like the hook shot. Listen, I, I, I knew it was a almost impossible shot to stop. And so that's what I worked on. That's what I prided myself on, on uh, being ready to, to showcase when the season came. And, and I think threes are no different. It's just the importance of a three-point shot now is, is integrated more into, into today's game. And, and it makes the game fun, you know, high scores. But, uh, you know, this is the era of the three-point shot, and the Jazz are utilizing it better than anybody, any other team in the league. Thurl, Big T Bailey with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, and Thurl, it seems like the buy-in on this team is big time from top to bottom. Uh, you know, guys buying into their role and uh, buying into Coach Quinn Snyder. And you've played for a, you played for a lot of great coaches. I mean, just legends over your career. You mentioned uh, Frank Layden, Jerry Sloan, Jim Valvano, of course. Was there common tissue that uh, between those coaches who got really great buy-in? Is there uh, something you could point to and say that's what these coaches did to get their teams on board? It's a great question, Jake. Um, yeah, I think all of that is, is related. I mean, coaches have to be salesmen too, right? I mean, Valvano's problem when he came in was he, he didn't recruit any of us, so he had to really sell all of us to keep us there. And, you know, when you have a coach, obviously in the business of basketball, you have the work of the GM to be able to assemble a team that, that the coach can, can do something with. And as I think about Quinn's philosophy, my, my question to him would be, Quinn, is, is this the, is this, the the kind of this is the philosophy that you've always had in mind or are you taking a bunch of guys that you have and saying this is the best way to use them right but i think and i think this is the way that quinn's always wanted to be able to play and you got to sell that in this league i mean i i'm not sure it's an easy sell any other you know most other places but it also takes time to to kind of to create what didn't just happen this year uh, these guys have been doing this and maybe you tweak the pieces you bring in pieces that you need but um yeah all all coaches have to have a a a sell factor and then the players have to buy in and that and, and it's not easy especially in this league with sometimes accentuated egos um to to sell that because the the drawback sometimes is you don't get an all-star starter, right? I mean, you don't get a team where it's one guy going off and everybody loves what he's doing, um, but you're playing basketball in a way that sh- it should be played as a team game, and a lot of guys are are, are being rewarded for it. So, Thurl, as you uh, look at this team, as it's uh, evolving into what it it might be, uh, do you have the suspicion that it could be successful in the postseason to the tune of real contention? And what's the difference between what they're doing now and what will be required of them at that time? That's a great question, Gordon. Um, well, I think the difference is is that you've got uh, one team at a time that you're playing multiple times in a series. Right, and each team is like a chess match. You're 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 going to be making adjustments to what that team is doing. What I like about the Jazz now is they're winning in different ways, even if the three's not going. But the defense is really keeping them 
to be tops in the league in defense, I think, is the way that is what's going to get you to that point, along with, you know, the scoring you're creating as well. Um, but really great defensive teams are, are going to be closer to being champions. Now, there is a – and you look at what Brooklyn's doing. I mean, they, they're, they're decent defensively, but their offense is powerful, right? And so – um, I think the difference is what you're working on right now, trying to win in different forms and fashions. You're not going to shoot the three every night. Donovan's not going to play great every night. Um, he needs to, a guy like Donovan and Bogey, um, because we've seen them both struggle and both play well, that's when your stars have to be really consistent. So if I had to pull something out of that, it would be the defense consistency and your stars being consistent every single night, and you get the best out of them. Thurl Bailey with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, Big T, Gordon asked me a question earlier in the show, and I'll, I'll give you my answer, and feel free to disagree, as, as most people often do. But uh, Gordon uh, asked me who was the most valuable player on the Jazz. Not necessarily the best, but the most valuable. My answer was Rudy Gobert because he makes them unique defensively. He makes them a top-five team defensively. And he also plays such a critical role in the offense with his ability to roll to the rim and make teams have to uh, answer for him and leave the shooters. Would you agree with my assessment that Rudy is the most valuable player? Well, if you're wrong, we're both wrong. Because <laughs> I, I totally agree with you. I, I totally agree. And it, it's for me, it's the way I see the game, right? Um, there's a lot of value on that team. There's no question about it. But I think the, the intrinsic value, the, the, the value for me comes in what doesn't show statistically also on the stat, on statistically on the stat sheet. Um, you know, some things you can't really quantify when there's really good players that like to drive to the basket that just don't because Rudy's standing there, right? And they settle for maybe a, a three-point shot or a mid-range or something like that. So I think he just changes the game. And um, offensively, he's found a way not only to be effective. You talk about screen assist. And, I mean, it's just, it's just a nightmare for, for teams that have to guard Joe Ingles and Rudy on a pick and roll. And as slow as that may look, you've got you to gotta, you gotta make up your mind, right? You've got to guard Joe. You've got to guard Rudy. And, and either way, you're wrong. And so, um, and that's not even talking about guys sitting outside with the three-pointer. So there's, I think Rudy's effectiveness in the game is underrated because I think the sense for a lot of people is it's not sexy, right? He's not, you know, he's not making moves. He's not shooting threes. Um, and that's just, that's not the way this Jazz team rolls. And, and I also think it hurts him, you know, in the popularity contest for the all-star, all-star vote. So um, that's that's my opinion. And, and if people think we're both wrong, then we're hanging together, my brother. <laughs> it's good to it's hear. Hard to, it's good really kind of hard to argue. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I certainly get that point. Thoreau, let me ask you another tough question. Those great teams that the Jazz had uh, back in your day and straight on through the 90s, 
how would this current Jazz team do if it met up with those teams or one of those teams? Um, well, you know, the rules are fixed for the offense. Yeah. Right? I mean, the rules have been – any rule changes that have been made have really benefited offensive greatness, right? The scores are higher. The games are faster. You can't even – you can't uh, – you can't touch anybody. You can't be a Detroit – a bad boy's Detroit Pistons and, and think that, you know, you're not going to have three or four guys foul out. So, I mean, that's obviously a factor. If you're saying everything being equal – um, you know, I think they would – teams like that would find a way to be in games. Um, you know, I know when you talk about the old Jazz teams, um, it, it, there's a toughness, right? There was a toughness about those teams that just wore you down. Um, I think the, it would be a pick-and-roll battle, uh, and it would come down to the ability to knock the three down. And so I, I think they would fare well. I think the edge would probably go to today's Jazz team just because of the the three-point line for one and how many guys can knock that down. Uh, so I think it would be tough to guard uh, in any sense. The Rudy Gobert-Mark Eaton matchup um, uh, or Ostertag, which one you, you decide to choose, uh, it – it would be an interesting one, but uh, I think the edge would probably go on the offensive side of, of what's going on today in, in in jazz basketball. All right, Big T, before we let you go, of course, uh, on top of being a legendary NBA player, uh, a noted musician, you are also an author, and I want to I want to read this real quick. Uh, this quote, quote, Thurl Bailey was a terrific player, and with the help of his 1983 NC State teammates, he's written a moving book about resiliency and belief. While its backdrop is basketball, this is really a book about becoming champions in life. That is a quote about uh, your book, Team of Destiny, from Mike Krzyzewski. And if a Duke guy is saying that about an NC State guy, you know it's true. <laughs> it is true. There's another Duke guy in there, too. Quinn Snyder. Oh, Quinn Snyder. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. He he he. Uh, he wrote a nice praise about the book, but you know, I'm 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 really proud of the book uh, because the story never gets old, and my approach to the story is not so much about what we did, but it's more about what the reader can learn from it and how the reader can be better, how the reader can develop a championship mindset through the stories of those who were like Jimmy V and, and not just the players, but, um, you know, there's a walk on his, his stories in there. And he, he probably didn't get more than five minutes the whole season in a game, but he was an amazing practice player. And I know he made me better. And so those kind of stories of, of, of how people can really develop that, championship mindset hopefully it's it's a it's it's seen as a self-help book but also reminiscing a great story that's one of the you know the the most amazing finishes in sports in the 20th century well thorough uh yeah I, that sounds like uh it'd be a fun book to read yeah and uh and uh it's it's coming out gordon also um 
I'm putting my voice to it, so uh, you don't have to like flip pages. You can just put it in your car as you're driving. <laughs> That's good. Listen, listen to my voice. Is that and where and where can people pick it up? Uh, you, they can pick it up at my on my site thoroughbailey.com. As a matter of fact, if they go on the site, they can order a personalized autographed copy, uh, and I give them an, uh, a video of authenticity. Haven't heard of that, have you? And <laughs> and they can go on Amazon as well, pick it up in hardcover, softcover, or ebook. And uh, books on tape will will be out in the next uh, next thirty days or so. You know, Big T, I, I don't give Gordon enough credit uh, about uh, being able to express himself in, in multiple multiple mediums. Of course, he's he's great on the radio and, and just an unbelievable writer for the for the Salt Lake Tribune. And uh, I'll ask you, you're used to uh, communicating, you know, being a broadcaster. How did you enjoy kind of delving into the written word? You know, I've always loved reading. Um, even when I played for the Jazz, you know, Frank was just an amazing coach but he also was great at his communication he would give us gifts and the gifts he would give his players were books books that he think he thought that we would be interested in and and i've always uh enjoyed uh reading books and i've always wanted to write a book and and weird enough as it is the pandemic helped me finish it and so uh you know as busy as life is i was able to get a lot of interviews and put this together and work with my, my great friend, Ken Shelton, who worked with Stephen Covey for years on the seven habits and put this book together, but love the written word, man. Nothing like it. Thurl, you're kind of a Renaissance man because, uh, I remember this, and maybe you've since made it public. I don't know, but I remember back when you were a freaking player. Didn't I remember a special where they shot you in the kitchen and you were cooking up all kinds of good, Good eats. I mean, are you, yeah. are you you're an accomplished uh, chef? Uh, I guess I was, and you know who was with me then? Matter of fact, we were at his place doing the cooking show. It was Jim Nance. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Jim Nance. Yeah, and it was. Um, yeah, I don't do as much cooking anymore. My wife doesn't allow me really in the kitchen just to come <laughs> come and taste it, but. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed it back in the day because, you know, I got tired of using that per diem for fast food. <laughs> All right. The, the book is Team of Destiny. Uh, go to thoroughbailey.com if you want to, uh, to check that out, and I would advise you to do so. And, of course, uh, we'll continue to catch your great work on AT&T Sportsnet. Thanks, Big T. You guys are amazing. Thanks a lot. There you go. That's our friend Thurl Bailey. Again, team of destiny, and one of the great stories in sports that NC State team oh, I mean, yeah. uh, of in all time sports history. One of those great stories, and we're so lucky. Big T, right in the middle of, of course, we remember his great career with the Jazz, but that was that really was a team of destiny, Gordon. That's an aptly named book. Well, you know that when a guy all these years, see, that was what almost forty years ago, and Thurl still gets asked about it all the time. Oh yeah. All right, we're here at the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway. Clayton is jumping on with us once again. What's going on, Clayton? I gotta, I gotta give you credit. You know, you're, you guys are a family-run business. Uh, you know, your dad, of course, we we love. Uh, Tom, Uncle Clayton is here. Tof, I mean, but how many uh, spots can you come in? And you've got Clayton, 
a member of the family out <laughs> pushing a king mattress on top of an SUV out there. I Is that it. what happened in the last break? I was out loved it. Hey, it's just that's just how we are. It's just who we are. You know, it's a family <laughs> business. We're kind of that old school ma pa shop and. You hear me on the radio, you come in, I'll sell it to you, and I'll strap it to your car, and you're out the door. It's awesome. I, You know, we kind of <laughs> laugh about it, but it, that's what you get, you know? You come by, and you'll get you'll get what you need. We'll shoot it to you straight. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, of course, um, the, this store is closing down, uh, yes. and there, it's still full of furniture. I mean, like, extremely full of furniture, Yeah. and it needs not to be. I mean, you know what that means. If I mean, it's not gone with furniture, who's going to have to move it? You are. Exactly. Maybe Christopher. Ah! <laughs> uh, Toast's not here, so we can make fun of him. I, I, can, see, I can see him being like, oh, I got a class. I got class. I'm getting married, man. <laughs> don't you? Can, don't You can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. So like, it falls on you, and you don't want to do it. I don't want to do that. And so that's why, you know, with the circumstances and how everything's going, we're closing the arms store. And I was just talking to a customer. They were so sad. They're like, we love you guys. Two kids got married by the time since you guys have been open here and we furnished their whole home with you guys. But this is how I look at it, Jake. We're gonna downsize, fortify the fort in Salt Lake, and when my dad comes home, you know, say after all the complications, seven months, nine months, he's ready to go again, let's come open our permanent location down in or in Utah County. Awesome. So let's blow everything out here. Everything has to go because I don't want to move it. So that means all our listeners are going to say, listen, I just had somebody call and they said, hey, so what kind of store are you guys? Like we've been shopping furniture and it, and everywhere is 16, 8 weeks, 9, 20 weeks out of furniture. Do you guys have stuff we can take today? Let me talk to you. If you're listening right now and you need furniture, you need a sofa, you need a sectional, you need a set, you need a dining room set. Everything on my floor is for sale. Come in, buy it, take it. Okay? Enjoy so, it. So, enjoy so it. Clayton, am I getting this right, that your laziness is going to save people money? Hey, let's not use that word. Seriously, Gordon, we're talking about what uh, tons, literally tons of furniture, and you're throwing out the L word? Come on, Come Gordon. On. Are you throwing me under the bus like that? I'm just, under saying, all the people, no. I'm just saying people are saving money because uh, he doesn't want to have to move all his stuff. Well, that sounds a lot better than the other way. Yeah, Gordon, come on. Clayton, God. sorry. Sorry. God, do me like that in front of everybody. Clayton, sounds like you have a volunteer to come help you. Hey. That's exactly what it sounds <laughs> hey, like. Hey, it, dude, that, that place know, is going his, lower his, by the second. <laughs> his his car might be too nice to load it up and move furniture. <laughs> oh, but, oh. <laughs> Uh, nah, I have a nice car. Re- let's let's step <laughs> uh, strap a credenza to the top of that Batmobile. The real truth and our real honesty is, I got I don't have room in the Salt Lake location to, to store this stuff. That's the real thing. I, I mean, sure, well, I'll do 20, 20 truckloads and put it somewhere, but I don't have room. And so, yeah, let's blame it on my laziness. Uh, yes, the customer is going to save because I don't want to move it. Either uh, way. The it's customer's going to say, yeah, either way, they... <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All right. Take advantage of it. That is Clayton, 86 East University Parkway. Come see us. And, of course, the Salt Lake Store, 1825 South, 300 West. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. Utah's highest-rated, most-listened-to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show.
presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I want to remind you about our friends at Davis, Davis Vision, giving you 1,000 reasons to get rid of those contacts or glasses. That's $1,000 off LASIK during the month of February. Start your road to vision at davisvisionmd.com or call 801-253-3080. Davis Vision. We're live at the warehouse. We're here in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. Price is so low to blow your mind. They're closing up the Orem store. That means they've got a lot of inventory that's got to go. So come down and take advantage of it. Uh, you, you know, if your mind was blown before, imagine what it is now. They're motivated to get this stuff out the door, and there's some beautiful. Gordon, you would love the sectional that I'm sitting on right now. It's oh, I'm gorgeous. Sure yeah. And Very soft like... recliner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're talking my language now. I like ah, that. Beautiful. Yeah, they've, they've got some incredible stuff. So take advantage of it, 86 East University Parkway. Gordon, I believe we have an item or two or 12 to uh, still cross off the list. Yeah, we've got a number on here. Let's uh, power on through them. Uh, Jake, did you see that fans will be at all the sites and all the games, all the rounds in the NCAA tournament? My question to you is, what's your interest level this time around? Has it been diminished because of circumstances? No, uh-uh, I'm still I'm still on board. I love the NCAA tournament. It's, you know, I, it's the college basketball regular season that I don't care for. Uh, but the NCAA <laughs> tournament is, is terrific. Well, you, you say all the venues. It's all in Indianapolis, right? How many? Right. Is in, it in multiple Indiana, venues? Around Indiana, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, uh, I'd love it that we're going to have a little bit of, you know, 25% of fans. It'll give you a little ambiance, right? But, yeah, I'm still, especially if there's some local teams in, I'm I'm in. Hey, what are we talking, team. like the, the Lucas Oil Field, right, where the main stuff will be? But then you've also got, we used to be Conseco, or what was it, uh, where the where Pacers play. Where the Pacers play. play. Yeah. And uh, Butler University. I can't think of yeah. Indiana University, but I guess yeah, there will so be four or five, right? Spread all around, yep. Well, we'll Nothing out on the Indiana 500, Indianapolis 500 out there on the cool. track. Do it outside? Um, in the old brickyard? <laughs> yeah. Hey, the, it was windy like that, that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Guys, I watched two movies last night. The first one I'm not, uh, you know, I thought it was pretty cool, uh, was uh, Call of the Wild. Did you see that one? I read the book. Isn't it a Jack London book? Yes, it is Jack London book. It had Harrison Ford in it, and it had a CGI dog in it. I've never, I've never seen the movie, but I, I remember the book. The the I reason they had a CGI dog in that movie, Gordon, was because a previous movie had been made where the dog uh, was not treated as well as the animal rights people wanted it to be, uh-huh. and so now they're going with CGI animals instead of trained animal actors. Well, but it was very expressive, and it, you know, it, it just did the right thing at the right time. And so, but uh, the book's well, written from the dog's perspective. No, <laughs> it is, is it not? No, oh. no. It was written from one of the characters' uh, perspectives, Harrison Ford's character. Oh. But I liked it. I thought it was good. I I, I kind of liked it, but uh, maybe I'm just a sucker for those kinds of movies. But the second movie I watched later on, I. Uh, I, my wife asked me, what are you watching? 
So I'll tell you what it was I was watching, but uh, what's a movie you're ashamed to have watched? To have watched? Yeah. Or to have liked? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Either. Both. Because there's, there's many movies I'm ashamed of watching. Uh, well, but, uh, I, I, yeah, well, that's what I mean. Watched. Ashamed I've watched mainstream movies, of course. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't feel shame easily. I gotta admit. I. I don't know. Ashamed I've watched. I got one. I just shared this right. on Twitter yesterday. In fact, uh, because I. Th- I think maybe I'm watching too many kids shows, because one of the worst uh, movies ever, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Me and my wife seem to really, really enjoy. It's the Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers and Alec Baldwin. I think it's hilarious, and uh, the rest of the world thinks it's garbage. Did not. Hmm. Well, I, I'm What's just curious movie, to know because uh, Lisa says to me, what are you watching? And I said, it's the Dora the Explorer movie. Oh, wow. You were watching it by yourself? Yeah. <laughs> not the cartoon, so your, right? Your, gra- no, your hey, granddaughter, well, was it? No, no, it was just me. I, I, oh, wow. It, it did have a little bit of the cartoon in the middle of it. Uh, they had to have this uh, this kind of thing happen that made made all the, the real-life characters turn into cartoon characters, just probably to remind everybody that, hey, that's what this is based on. But I actually watched it. The whole thing? So, uh, well, the, the I, I, no, I, I, I was flipping around the dial, and that one came on, but it had already been running for a few minutes. I don't know how much I missed, but I just started watching <laughs> Thor the Explorer. I'm a little bit ashamed. Well, uh, Gordon, hey, whatever. What, uh, you shouldn't feel shame. i got to admit, though, it's a little weird, because that means that you would have looked in your guide and seen Dora the Explorer and clicked on it. No, because I, I, I didn't get do that. No, like, no. I didn't do it that way. I was cl- I was just going through the channels. I didn't have the guide up. I was just doing it the old-fashioned way. Nobody does that anymore. You've got like 3,000 channels. I know. I was doing it. And I stumbled on that one. I don't okay, know. Uh, the, the movie's not it. shame. That's the weird part. Stop doing that. That's weird. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Stop, right. stop doing that. There's a guide. The, the good Lord created the guide for a reason, and that's so you don't have to waste your time flipping through each of what's got to be 800 channels. But, but I didn't that's want weird. to be. That's no, no, weird. I didn't want, no, I didn't want to be influenced by my impression by looking at the name. I wanted to just see what it was and then make an impression. And that's how I stumbled upon it, because if I had seen Dora the Explorer, I wouldn't have clicked on it. And therefore exactly. would not have wasted one night here in this life of yours. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> weird. That's weirder that I don't want to be influenced by the name. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I want to give I wanted to give whatever I saw pop up. I wanted to give it a chance. It's the mystery bag way of watching TV. <laughs> Might exactly. be good, it might be bad. It's not. No, I remember do, doing that, of course, but it's not 1997 anymore. The guides, the guides have been part of television for like, like even hotels have guides now on their on their. TVs. I know everything like, has guides, but, that, but that's the point. I wanted, I wanted to avoid the guide. I did it on purpose that way, just to give that's it a weird. fair shot. And that's weird. I started to like it, so I did. I would, like I said, I never would have watched any of it. It was okay. I mean, it was a kids' movie, but it was. It well, had now some it's adventure. okay. 
you wasted like two hours of your life on it. That would have been well, unnecessary had you just brought up the guide. <laughs> no, no, because then I wouldn't even have been able to know to talk about it. And I wouldn't have been boring all our listeners right now with it. I, so I it think definitely was worthwhile. I think you clicked on the guide. I no, I didn't. You're like, I oh, didn't. Let's see what this door. Let's see what all those kids are raving about. No, I used to watch that with my kids when they were little, when they thought that was, you know. Anyway, um, okay, there's a video out of two younger women who tried to get the uh, the vaccine by dressing up like old women. Okay. I, I just and they, were, they were caught? I guess so, yeah. I, I, uh, you know, did you say 200 women? No, two younger Oh, go. Okay. Yeah. Johnny Damon with a DUI arrest. Uh, your reaction to that? Well, he blew a .20, so that's really mm-hmm. not terrific because he, I mean, that's not borderline by any means. That's pretty intoxicated. I the, the interesting part was he got resisting arrest without violence. Did you see that charge? So what does that what mean? What does that Just, mean exactly? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. You just tell him, no, you- you're not arresting me. Do you get charged with that if you say, don't you know who I am? Well, you should, but I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if you do, but, yeah, you probably should. Guys, there's a, uh, there's a Russian youth hockey league that has a part of its uh, developmental aspect as a fighting class. Wow, Gordon, now I, I know that you do agree with the Russians often, but but you've got to be on the same page with them on this one, right? I mean, you got to start you got to start that early or those 12-year-olds are going to start stabbing each other with their skates. <laughs> I just thought that you would appreciate that they were doing that. I mean, they're they're, you know, youth hockey leagues in America are just so lucky that there's not more, you know, severe head injuries from from people just braining people with the stick. As I said, it is to keep the game clean. That's all. That's why they do it. The fist fight is the solution. Yeah, I've I've always thought you were misguided here. <laughs> Did you but see in, the in do- Russia, they agree with you. Your guy Putin totally agrees with you. My guy. My guy. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys see that Bill Walton said that UCLA uh, said no to Michael Jordan? Is that true? Uh, I'm not sure. I'd never heard that before. Have you ever heard that? I always just assume Michael Jordan grew up in North Carolina and was attached to North Carolina. I didn't know that. Should have brought that up with Big T. Here's a story, uh, Jake, that I thought you would appreciate given your own experience with a certain high school baseball coach. But a New Jersey man, lit. you know, they've had all the storms all across the country. Well, he saw all the snow and ice in his yard and decided the uh, solution was to dump gas all over it and light it on fire to melt the snow and ice. How'd it go? Not well. Apparently, the fire department uh, rushed to the scene, and they had to call subsequently a hazmat team to come to sop up the gas that hadn't been burned off. Isn't that what your coach in high school did to the baseball field? Yeah. yeah not not with snow, but with it was water, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. I actually had the daughter of that baseball coach reach out to me after I told that story, which is kind of funny. They played that segment for him. Uh, it's, amazing but, to, it's amazing to me that he didn't get hurt more than he did. I know. Uh, well, that's why the story's funny, because he didn't, he didn't get hurt. But, yeah, that doesn't sound like a real good idea. 
All right. I've got another right. couple of entertaining tidbits on the list that uh, we'll, uh, we'll uh, get to if you want. All right. We'll get to that coming up next. We've got a market update as well. We're live at the warehouse here in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. Come take advantage of it. Price is so low. It'll blow your mind. Don't forget about their Salt Lake store, too. 1825 South, 300 West. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's get to a TryDayTrading.com market update brought to you by TryDayTrading.com. Now anyone can be a day trader. Visit TryDayTrading.com. Gordo, how'd we do today? Uh, it was uh, a so-so day. I mean, the Dow was up like a fraction, just a fraction under one point. Yes. Yes, indeed. The S&P was down seven just over seven points. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 And the NASDAQ was up uh, nine points. Yes! Bedlam! <laughs> All right. So there you go. It really was a, a bit of a mixed bag today. Yeah, not All right. uh, just sort of steady. Howard, back at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, we're going to talk to Clayton here at the warehouse uh, here momentarily. But, Gordon, let's get another item or two off the list. Okay, I just got two more here. A uh, First of all, LeBron, uh, what do you think of LeBron hitting the 35,000-point uh, mark? Does that even mean anything to you? Sure. I mean, he's up there with the greats. I mean, LeBron has played at a really high level for a really long time. And I've said this for a while. The fact that he is, like, pretty much – with with some ex, uh, minor exception, never been hurt. I mean, he plays just all the time at such a high level. Of course, he's going to start knocking down some of these marks, and it doesn't appear to be slowing down. So this probably isn't going to be the last one. Jake, a woman was in the back country of Alaska with uh, certain family members, and uh, they took snowmobiles into that back country, and they were staying in a yurt. And uh, she uh, needed to uh, get to a restroom. And so she uh, walked out about 150 feet away to the outhouse that was there. And she sat down on the toilet. I've got to poop. And, <laughs> and suddenly, out of nowhere, felt a bite on her butt. She screamed, jumped up attended to the wound. I don't know what she did to do that. Her brother came running out of the yurt. He went into the outhouse, op- you know, looked down beyond the lid, and guess what was in there? A bear. A bear. A bear. <laughs> A bear! What? I was saying, please bite my butt. <laughs> A bear! In, in, that's kind of gross. But I'll tell you one <laughs> thing. If a bear bit me in the butt, that would scare the crap right out of me. 
Oh, there it is. See, this is this is the reason. Like, you were entertaining this uh, notion of like traveling the country uh, there for a while. I don't know if you still are, but see, it's stories like this why I don't think you'd like it. But like outhouses to begin with, <laughs> and then the fact that like what is in said outhouse. Now you could never do it because you'd be scared. There's a bear in there. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, no, I don't think that. But I would. I would kind of look around, keep my head on a swivel. Yeah. See, I just, I just don't think somebody who's used to the lifestyle that you're used to would function very well with yurts and outhouses. And yeah. What are you talking about? They have those safaris over in uh, on the African continent, and they're they're like first class all the way. It... Yeah, yeah, but that's not okay, what you were Thurston. talking about doing. Yeah, right. <laughs> God. A yurt in the Alaskan wilderness, or Thurston Howell and Lovey the Third. Just yeah. trolling all over Congo. <laughs> what was and that then, that lion that uh, that was shot that everybody was Cecil. so up in arms about? Cecil. Oh yeah, right. yeah. No, I don't want to see the picture of Gordon with Cecil no, and Harambe. I don't want to yeah. shoot anything unless I was uh, unless I was really in trouble, you know, being attacked or you know, if, if you were bit on the butt by a bear in an outhouse. <laughs> Well, something tells me that if any of us had been in that outhouse, that bear wouldn't have survived that. Oh, I bet it would have. That was a joke. Uh, and then this last thing, Jake, that's not a joke. I wrote about it. wondered how you feel about American Indian nicknames for sports teams. You and I have talked about this as it pertains to the Washington football team, but there was a non-binding resolution that was before... There, that was uh, before the uh, the uh, legislature here in Utah. And uh, it was uh, sort of meant to be an encouragement for schools in Utah not to uh, utilize American Indian nicknames or imagery and that sort of thing. What's your thoughts? They, and by the way, they voted that uh, non-binding resolution down, which is what my column is about. Curious to get your thought on that. Do you have an opinion one way or the other? You bring up such a deep topic when we, we right. don't have much time to, to really get into. <laughs> got about eight seconds, Jake. We, we, yeah, we had right. to spend and all that got, time on, on the outhouse in Alaska. And we've got, we've got Howard Beck coming up next, so it's not like we can really be late. Um, I don't know. Maybe I don't have the most PC take on this, I guess, but, uh, like, I don't necessarily think mascots are a negative thing. In fact, I think a lot of time it inspires um, positive feelings, not negative ones. You know, I think you, mascots can be like a, a rallying cry. It can be a source of pride. With that said, I, you know, if it's a slur, like with the Washington football team, I think that's that's a no-brainer to me. And I realize that there are a lot of, uh, a lot of you know, nicknames that fall in the gray area, so... Uh, you know, maybe this isn't as definitive as you're looking for, but I, I don't necessarily think it's this big, awful negative thing that everybody seems to think. You know, no, I do. I think it's negative, and uh, most of the polls think, I've seen. Do you think the, most of the, polls the Irish seen, should change their name? No, see, that's another stupid argument. People say that all the time, but come on, Jake. I mean, that that's just silly because those situations were different than what happened with Native Americans in this country. And, uh, you know, uh, they weren't rounded up and put on reservations and massacred and all that stuff. I, uh, this is a different thing. These are heritages these, that are uh, uh, proud traditions with uh, 
a certain group of people and, and to name your sports team after it and trot Johnny and Sarah out on the field to play in that name or under that banner, I think is uh, is bad. Now, I know that there are some Native Americans who, who aren't bothered by it, but the polls I've read, the surveys I've seen say that uh, the, uh, like two-thirds of uh, Native Americans would prefer it not to happen. So even even if some are okay with it, I think if there is even a segment of the population, of that population who are against it or who are offended by it, that should be heard loud and clear. Just my thought. What about the Utes? I think it applies to them too. I know the Ute tribe has uh, has uh, given its permission for the use uh, of it, but uh, I, again, as long as there's a portion of the people who who don't like it, I think that should be the loudest voice in the room. Pick something else, you know. Okay, I I okay. I mean, you know, polls and those sorts of things. I just don't see mascots as a real negative thing. I just don't. Uh, it's you know they're going up against the bears and the bulls and the bulldogs and the, I, I I just uh, which is some people take pride in and uh, and Notre Dame fans take pride in being uh, you know the Fighting Irish. I mean it, it's you may say oh it's different because you're talking about different groups of people, but I'm talking about conceptually speaking, it doesn't seem that uh, that different to me. So to me it's very different. Uh, uh, you can check the column out at sltrib.com. See if you agree or disagree. Give it a read, and then uh, we can uh, we can talk from there. All right. Uh, we're live at the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. It's uh, the warehouse. Uh, we're going to talk to Clayton coming up here momentarily. He's over there uh, measuring a sectional, uh, seeing uh, if this would fit for a group of folks who come in, checking it out. Clayton sitting down with us, of course, now. And Clayton, love it. You're over there helping folks take advantage of these great deals. Hey, I got to sell, I got to manage, and I got to strap up vehicles as they take it out. You're doing door. everything today. I'm, I'm your utility guy. I'm, I'm your all-needs. Multi-talented, please. That's what I don't we're even, looking for. I don't even know if we need Christopher here today. We just tell him, we're just going to call him, tell him not even come in. Don't even bother. I got it. <laughs> I'll be the point guard and the center tonight. But I love it. We're seeing, you know, you guys are doing something unique here, closing down the, the Orem store. You've yep. got a store that's chock full of furniture, and it's got to go Yeah. because you don't have room for it in Salt Lake. And so people, I'm glad to see people coming in and taking advantage of it. And this is actually the lady that I said last break that called in and super frustrated because she was 16, 18 weeks in other right, stores. Right, right. Looking at the furniture, and she wants to take it today. So, yeah, again, we're in Orem. Everything has to go. Um and uh, I'm super excited because it, it means new things for us. And new, talking about new things, I got a deal, Jake. Uh, I locked down this deal. Like, I got here Saturday from Peru uh, two weeks ago. And on Monday, it's when I went through my dad's email and started finding the contacts. I got a dining room table set. Okay. It's a solid wood gray uh, table and I'm gonna do the table with four chairs for four ninety nine. Whoa, with the chairs too? Four of them. Wow. I have I have some tables down here in Orem. I left a couple in Salt Lake with Vidal and Mike. If we don't mention Salt Lake, Vidal's gonna get mad. Yeah, we gotta at least mention them. Have you ever seen like Mexican telenovelas? <laughs> no. That's a Vidal. That's Vidal. That's Vidal. Okay. <laughs> we don't want to make Vidal mad. And Vidal's my homie, so we'll give him a shout out. We have these tables in the lower 
I call them lower size or kind of like the island upper size, taller size. I'm doing the taller size for three ninety nine with four tables, four chairs as well. So I have two sizes. That's that dining room set. I know we talked a lot about bedroom mattresses and and, and things for for to sleep on, but we do all kinds of furniture, Jake. It's not just sofas. It's not just sectionals. It's not just adjustable beds. It's not just mattresses. We also do dining room table sets. We also do, you know, we have uh, coffee tables. We have everything you need for your house. So if you need something, give us a shot. Come look uh, in Orem. If you've got kids that are in school in one of the universities here and they need some sort of sofa, some sort of sectional, some sort of something for their apartment, we definitely have it. So come give us a shot because everything has to go. And have it here. You can take it home. You can take it's it here. right now. Yes. It's a big deal. Uh, you don't have to wait 16 weeks. Yeah, right. You don't have to wait eight weeks. I got it right now. Come pick it up and go. 86 East University Parkway in Orem. Boom. And if you do want to say hi to Vidal, 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. We'll have more of the big show. Howard Beck joins us next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.